Headliner Radio, the creative voice. Hello, and welcome to Headliner Radio, where we are very excited to be joined by Esty Heim of the band Heim and composer Christopher Stracy. Um, Esty and Christopher recently co-composed the music for the limited Netflix series Made. Esty and Christopher, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you both, and uh, whereabouts in the world are you joining us from? Good. Um, I'm in Madrid. Um, my sisters and I are going to play a festival this week, so... I wanted to come in early and see Metallica and the Killers. So oh, fantastic! I came to the festival early in order to do that. Brilliant. And uh, how about you, Christopher? I'm good. I'm in uh, Los Angeles in my just in my studio in my house. Brilliant. Well, like I say, thank you so much for joining us. It's a real uh, pleasure to have you both on the show. Um, so obviously, we're here to have a chat about Made. Um, now, I was wondering if you could just tell us a little bit about how you both came to be involved in this project and how you ended up working together um well it it kind of all started um over the pandemic um i think like most musicians uh we were all kind of feeling a little depressed about um the state of affairs and, and as a musician, as a touring musician, not being able to go out and play shows um, was very depressing, mm. especially because I had just released a record. And um, I, I think I was actually complaining, not well, complaining. Like I was just kind of airing my grievances uh, to a friend of mine named Brett Headbloom. And I think he took that as maybe a sign of, of you know, Essie's got time. So maybe maybe she'd be willing to watch this pilot uh, episode of a TV show that, I'd, that he'd been working on. And so he asked me, he was like, listen, I, I just, you know, I'm making this show called Made. And, you know, we're kind of getting the music uh, aspect of the show together. And would you be willing to just watch the show? And like, do you have any ideas or notes or whatever? Mm. And I watched it and I, you know, I, obviously I loved the show. Mm. Um, I can, I kind of came back with ideas and, and maybe a direction that the music could go in. And then it became, Hey, would you just, would you ever want to just do the music for the show? Mm. And um, I jumped at the chance, but I also am, I'm self-aware enough to know what my strengths and weaknesses are. I'm in, I'm not a competent engineer by any stretch of the imagination. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I knew I needed a partner in the process. So I called my friend um, Tobias Jesso Jr., who's kind of just a connector of, of humans. He's amazing, such an incredible songwriter, but also just has an amazing uh, arsenal of, of homies that are just very talented. And mm-hmm. I reached out to him and he was like, you have to meet Stray. You have to meet Stray. You have to meet him because we're going to instantly be best friends. Like you guys have the same sensibilities. And it was like a blind date. I showed up at, you know, Stray's house with um, Tobias, who was like kind of like the, like the dad at the play date. Yeah. Like to make sure that we all kind of played nice in the sandbox. Mm. And um, yeah, I met Stray and it was like, we just kind of met and it was, I don't know, straight for me, it was like, 
it felt really instant. I was like, I love, like, I love this guy. I love the way that he, what his musical sensibilities are. And we just kind of watched the first, like we watched the scenes that we needed to score. And it was like, okay, I, we got this. What should we do? Okay. I'll get on drums. It was like very frenetic. If anything, I think we were just so energized at the idea of being able to score a TV show because it was my first time. And it was also Stray's first time really. Mm. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, that's really interesting to see, to hear about how you came together in that way. Uh, Christopher, what was your, uh, you know, background prior to, to working on this? You, you know, um, SC there said that you, it was the first time you'd worked, uh, composing music for, for a TV show. How did you approach coming into this and what were your thoughts as you, uh, you know, decided to take this project on? Yeah, that was, um, it was true. It was really fun. Actually, for me, it was scoring was something I'd always wanted to get into. And I was, uh, I just sort of been working on a score, um, uh, for a film, for a, a feature, which was literally the first score thing I ever did, but that was the long job that kept going. Mm. And the movie, um, only, uh, just came, uh, like has, has just been completed, went to Cannes and all the rest of it. Um, um, but so for this, SD to come around and be like, oh, okay, I've got this possible job, but <laughs> they want, um, you know, they want us to score these scenes. And yeah, Tobias brought SD around. We just kind of had a really fun afternoon. Like we just jammed a lot. Um, we played so much music to one another about, it was like a speed, like crash course in, you know, getting to know each other's musical, um, mm. like, influences or just, like, records that we love, sounds of things. And also trying to, like, impress one another with, like, oh, no, but have you heard this? Yeah. yeah. No, but have you heard that? Do you know this? <laughs> it was, like, a lot of, it was a lot of that, mm. yeah. you know? And, um, I think it was something which, because also, yeah, it was a, a, a new challenge that um, I was sort of trying to get into is which is um you know making music for for motion picture it's so different i my background is mostly making records um a lot of electronic music um uh and then you know songwriting and producing and that kind of thing as well and so uh to go from making records and making songs and making albums uh to then doing music which is very much um, playing a supporting role to something else. That's like a real big. It's it's really different, you know. Yeah. When you're making a song, you're trying to you're trying to engage people like straight away, and you really want to keep the listener like super involved. But sometimes with scoring, you're you're more like sitting back and just gently supporting a scene, and you can't be that like listen yeah. to me, you know. <laughs> it's, it's, you ruin it. Yeah, I mean, so, um, yeah, it's it's almost like the opposite, right? Yeah, you, I, there's times when you don't you don't want people to notice that there's sound yeah. going on in the background. Yeah, you know. I mean, how did you how did you adapt to that? You know, uh, you know, coming from as you just said, uh, both coming from backgrounds making records. Obviously, SD. You know, you've you've probably got quite a you know refined way of of working and creating music for Heim. Um, did you almost have to hit the reset button and try and kind of, I don't know, uh, park anything at the door that you would typically bring to a session when you're coming to write music or were you able to just from the, from the get-go say, right, this is a new project, it's a new mindset or was there a little bit of trying to uh, to kind of like change the approach that you would take to, to, to writing music in the early stages? 
Well, I think there was like, there were definitely some growing pains, mm. you know? Um, but I think Stray and I are both such huge fans of score in general. And like Stray said, I too have always been thinking, I've always thought about, you know, composing and, and what that would be like. And, but both Stray and I are also very used to collaboration yeah. and, I'm, I mean, I collaborate with my sisters on every single song that we do, both production wise and songwriting wise and arrangement wise. And so working with Stray, it was, I think that our sensibilities were very similar. And we also, because we're such big fans of score, also recognized where and when uh, we needed to be more obtrusive than other times. Yeah. Um, within the score. And also we ha- we were lucky that we had producers and directors and a showrunner that also were very much into um, collaborating with us as well and trusted us implicitly. But also, you know, when we would, you know, we'd go a little, you know, we, I think we would go kind of far maybe with some of the sounds and the sonics and they they kind of had to reel us in a little bit. But And that was nice that they had the patience to do that with us too. But I think because of that, we we kind of all ended up loving the score so much because it really was a collaborative process. Mm. Um, and never really felt like there were too many cooks in the kitchen. Um, mm. But, you know, I, I think that the, the big difference was just that when you're making a record, you're making it for yourself and it's yours and it's your vision. And I mean, at least in Haim, I don't, you know, I can only speak for myself, but within my band, we sequester ourselves into the studio for months at a time. We don't listen or talk. We don't play anything for anyone. We don't, we basically don't show anything to anyone until the record is completely done. It's mixed. It's mastered. There's album artwork. It's done. And then we turn it into the label and say, put it out. Yeah. And that's it. And there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Yeah, no notes. <laughs> no notes. No. no. <laughs> so, the, so there was a, uh, a a bit of a divide between that and making uh, music for TV and film. Mm. But again, I think both Stray and I do love collaboration very much, especially within the made camp everyone was super supportive and also really loved hearing our ideas and our direction. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I yeah, that's, yes. <laughs> that's okay. kind of it. <laughs> cool. I mean, were there any uh, particular shows or other series that you'd seen that had perhaps kind of inspired or influenced the way you approached it? Not necessarily in terms of trying to replicate um, a kind of sound or feeling, but shows where you felt that, the, the compositions were kind of really kind of perfectly uh, suited to, to the image and, and what was playing out on screen, or was it something that you just came to and kind of treated as a you know completely blank canvas? I mean, I think straight, I don't know about you, but I think it was just, we kind of let the picture kind of do. Yeah. It's magic. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. That, so that I love the score of, and I and I do think, but like not 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 in a premeditated way where it was like, wow, we should try and you know think about how this happens in this show or whatever. Yeah, none of that really. We just sort of put no. the, the the footage on the screen and just 
went crazy in the studio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what you hear is what we did. Yeah, it was kind of just a lot of throwing spaghetti against the wall and seeing kind of how far we could push it. Yeah. Mm. Um, both Stray and I come from, you know, I was an ethnomusicology major and Stray is obsessed with world music. Mm. So our, our like laboratory, if you will, or our studio was just kind of like the beakers and the test tubes were kind of boundless. There were so many different sounds that I think we wanted to incorporate within the score. And then eventually when we kind of wheeled it down to some core paints and paintbrushes, we just, from then on, it was just all about melody and playing with dynamics. But once we kind of honed in on what we wanted the show to sound like sonically from there, it was just like exponentially easier, but we had an amazing time just kind of experimenting until that point to get there. Yeah. Were there any- like Susan, like I mean, Stray literally plays every everything that I don't play, and vice, you know, vice yeah. versa. Well, so and we, had we did cover. <laughs> yeah, and everything is kind of just in Stray's studio. Mm. He has like a behind him is like I, what I called the box of fun. <laughs> I mean, it's quite an impressive it's, looking room for, uh, for anyone who's. Uh, it's, for anyone who's listening to this, uh, Christopher is has uh, got quite an impressive looking studio behind him at the moment. There's lot, you know, grand piano, lots of uh, lots of instruments uh, kind of lying around. It looks like quite a uh, quite a creative yeah. hub that you have it's, there. There's like honestly, um, this yeah, little there's, synthesizer corner over there, well, another one over here. It's, um, wait, straight. What's that? What's that pad thing called again that I love so much with the the red and and black stripes? What's that called uh, again? It's the it's the, uh, the hiking continuum. Yeah, we used that oh, yeah. a lot, especially in episode one, and I'd never seen one before. Yeah, that's probably one of my favorite things that I've ever gotten, um, and it remains one of the most used things in my studio. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. It, lo- it looks like an incredible room. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I imagine it must have been quite a fun thing to know that you've got all these various, you know, instruments and sounds at your disposal. And we could play all of them too, yeah, which, yeah. Was, which was nice. Yeah, amazing. But yeah, it was my, you know, being able to come to a studio and, and play drums was also just really fun and really nice. And to play around with all the percussion that's the box of fun. It's a box of oh, yeah, basically yeah, yeah. like yeah. Yeah, a million different percussion instruments. And yeah. I was a I was a Brazilian drum major at UCLA. So playing oh. percussion and playing drums on record is like catnip for me. It's really, really fun. And so there was a lot of a lot of that, a lot of <laughs> experimentation within rhythms. And some of it, some of it made it to the show. Some of it, I think, was a little. I, I think we went a little crazy with some time signatures on some of the songs. On some <laughs> yeah, of the score that we did. seven eight one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I think that was that was. Did they I mean, make we went that? A I don't <laughs> <laughs> it was cool. Yeah, I think it was really cool. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, were there any particular moments from the show that stand out as being especially memorable because you? You know, there were particular highlights for you, or moments that were particularly challenging, that were that were quite difficult to kind of find a, a musical solution to with, within the show. What what were some of the kind of standout memories that you have when you when you look back and reflect on the series now? I mean, 
I remember, I forget what, what number episode it is, but the episode where Alex is in um, public housing and there's, they, she discovers the mold problem. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then her daughter is, is getting sick because of it. And it's kind of like a, a, a passing of time over the course of like a couple of days or weeks. And it's just getting exponentially more like uh, stressful and strenuous and being able to, uh, you know, show that there's a passing of time and also it being stressful. And there was just a lot of things, a lot of things that we had to hit within that episode and that scene in that episode. Mm. Um, And it was a very long cue. Yeah. (laughs) So, and we, and we also didn't want to tell the audience to be stressed either Mm. because it was already so stressful. Um, So kind of honing in on that, I think was, it stood out to me because it was also to me, one of my, like one of the most heartbreaking parts of the show, Mm. like seeing children sick is like, I I can't, like I could not deal. There were many, many points and Stray will back me up on this. There were many times within scoring the show where I was, I felt, triggered and emotional and I think like everyone that watched the show um especially women um but there were definitely times when I like fully had to take like a five minute break um and go outside and collect myself um it's an emotional show Mm. you know very very emotional show so yeah that scene in particular seeing Alex's daughter get sick like that i was that was really hard for me to to score to without it becoming super sad and dramatic which is the opposite of what we wanted it to do we didn't want there it to be we went into making the score not wanting it to be too heavy do you know what i mean because the subject matter and the show itself is already heavy yeah of course i mean christopher is that something that you would uh, agree with was was that for you one of the uh, kind of most memorable and, and challenging moments from from uh, putting the show together? I think so. I think also one of the most other most memorable things for me was once we sort of got that. There's this theme that sort of constantly recurs with Alex. Um, it's often when she's driving, um, but that thing where where it has like a tone of sort of anxiety to it. It's also there's a sadness to it, but also there's a drive and a moving forward to yeah. it. And a and a kind of you know, part of Alex's character is that she's so tenacious and and I think having to put all of those things into one theme was was a challenge. <laughs> but I think once we cracked it and it comes it sort of comes back in it's different in yeah. yeah, it comes back in different forms. Like that's one of the things that I feel like, wow, we, we did good on that. You know, I, I felt like, um, I felt like oh, wow. that was a pretty, pretty memorable uh, thing for me in terms of not that it was like insanely difficult because it did kind of happen quite naturally. It was also one of the first things that we did, um, but definitely memorable. Another thing, may, another big challenge, I guess, is that long, long queue uh where Alex's mum is freaking out about her house and she like breaks a window and stuff. And it's, it's, a, it's oh, a, like, a long sound yeah. design EQ, but it's not like, there's no time. It's not like to the grid. It's just all like, no. 
different sort of sounds kind of coming and oscillating and and that to have something over length which sort of has a build to it without adding obvious layers like that to figuring that out was like a lot of trial and error i think and yeah yeah well adding and then subtracting and 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 taking taking parts of the the score out and adding them in and seeing yeah, it was much, very much, much like a Mr. Potato Head, yeah. <laughs> like like the Mr. Potato Head of, of cues. Like what? <laughs> like where do we put everything? You know what I mean? Mm. What no, should be higher in the mix? Yeah, that, but yeah, that does sound like a, a quite complex um, process. <laughs> um, it is this something that you that you would want to to do again? Something that you would forever? Like yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. I would do it. Anyone listening? Yeah. We're, for, we're, we're, we're for hire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm done. I'm done touring. I'm done touring in a, in a month. So after that, yeah, you know, well, and Stray and I, Stray <laughs> and I would love, love to do something together again. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I, I, I could be speaking out of turn. I think Stray mm-hmm. and I had an amazing time. <laughs> Yeah, we did. We had a great time. And it's just it's just so cool to be, um, you know, able to, like, funnel your, uh, uh, like, abilities and passions into, like, a different world, you know? Like, being, yeah. like both of us um, make, write songs, uh, you know, we're telling little mini stories through songs. I make, like, club music as well that's literally just for dancing to. Like some, and then I make just weirdo electronic music and it's, I've always just wanted to find like, what's another weird thing I can do with music and being part of, you know, telling someone else's story and someone else's vision, but through the way that it sounds um, is such a cool thing to have the opportunity that, you know, we did to, to be a part of. And I definitely want to do more and more of that for sure. Do you, do you feel that having had this, this first uh, project, you know, composing for for TV under your belts, you'd you'd be able to kind of approach a new project with a greater knowledge of of how things work, and I know maybe be able to go in at a slightly more advanced point than you were this time. Or do you do you feel like it would just be a completely you'll be kind of starting I mean, everything I mean, from scratch? I hope so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> sure, so one would help that you learn along the way. But I also think um, that part of the fun of it is that every job is different. Mm-hmm. You know, um, every uh, character that might be experiencing some sort of anxiety or some sort of stress or whatever, once you look into the show or the movie or whatever it is that their life and what everything looks like, you kind of get hit with, oh, that makes me think of this sort of sound. And they might be totally different sounds yeah. that achieve the same end goal. And that is really interesting to me, that it's um, a job that can be brand new every time you do it. So it's one of those things where it's a constant exploration and a constant learning, I would say. And, and that's those are the sorts of things that I love to get into. Totally. Yeah. I hope I keep learning. I don't ever want to stop learning. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, it, it's been an absolute pleasure uh, chatting to you both, and really appreciate you taking the time to uh, to kind of talk to us about this project. This is a you know really phenomenal soundtrack as well. So you know, it's uh, thank you so you much. Know, we're yeah. very proud of it. We would yeah. not have thought it was a you know first time. <laughs> 
ending. It's, uh, yeah, that was yeah, our first incredible. time. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much. And um, yeah, wish you all the best. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great afternoon. You, you too. Bye. I miss you, Trey. Bye. I miss you. <laughs> Bye. 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 Headliner Radio, supporting the creative community.